live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister, the Matzah Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is Erev Passover, April the 8th. 2020 only a few hours till passover starts and adam disappears off of social media strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin one day closer to an all-time high unconfiscatable offended by selling you better believe it conviction yeah another beautiful year of passover okay hello my lead friends Defiance over compliance. So things are going to get different here. Tomorrow, you'll get a tape show in the afternoon. Uh, look at the premieres. It's already listed. This week in Bitcoin will be Anita, Mauricio, and Eugene from Belarus. That will be at 10 a.m. on Friday, Baltimore time. All right. You'll get an extra show on Saturday also. It's all in the premieres. I think you can see that if you go to this channel here. All right. DisruptMeister.com, you'll see it all, et cetera, et cetera. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt. Hey, dudes, be loud and be proud, dudes. This is a time of no compliance. And you know, I am spreading the word. Say what you believe. Do not fear, dude. That is conviction. All right. We got 33 days until the halving. Uh, I got to say, Bcash ha halving was today. And it was like silence. Pound that like button. Let's wake those Bcashers up. Uh, other than this, uh, one hour and 22 minutes since the last Bcash block was mined. Yeah, they had some issues. Uh, the, they, the blocks weren't coming up too, uh, too frequently there uh, for a time. But hey, they got everything straightened back out over there. And so, uh, yeah, Bcash, there was not much having hype, was there? Okay, let me see. Uh, Who's over there in the chat? All right. If you got questions, oh, wait, just learn Bitcoin. Happy Passover, Adam. Very good. You know, I forgot. Usually at Passover, I read something from the Haggadah. And uh, I, I will read that quote on Saturday night. Saturday night, I'll, I'll get that quote out. Okay. Yeah. I, I forgot to do that this year, but we'll have a special uh, Haggadah quotation on Saturday night. Look forward to it. Okay, let's get back to your regularly scheduled program here. Remember, TechBot, I've been putting out some good stuff there. Little uh, clips of videos. And, of course, sportsmeister.com. You're listening to the audio of this. I think I'm going to give an, a special, an extra audio podcast soon also for all you audio freaks out there. We've been doing really well in audio land. Uh, Nick Carter says... Uh, and by the way, the Bcash thing was from Alistair Milning. Nick Carter says, he, this is, I haven't read this yet. He says, not that anyone asked, but my more complete thoughts on the halving are here. Are here. Bonus, why I think Bitcoin's monetary inflation rate is zero. Dude, I want to read that. But I haven't had time because I've been preparing for Passover and taping the This Week in Bitcoin show and all this stuff. So, dudes, it's linked to below. Nick is a smart guy. Uh, he's got some other people writing about the halving. I'm intrigued. Hey, let's start the halving hype. That's a Nick Carter article uh, will definitely uh, help uh, light that halving hype on fire, baby. Okay, 
Just in, the United States government debt has passed $24 trillion. I mean, there comes a point when it's just not the number is it's incomprehensible. <laughs> it's inco and yet, and yet through it all, it's still the world reserve uh, currency. And uh, you can watch uh, Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. Mauricio talks about it. Hey, man, I still would rather be in the dollar than uh, some of the Colombian peso, Argentine peso, all sorts of other coins out there. So the printing, it's not just going on in the United States. The debt is not just going on in the United States. It's going on all, all over. But it's, it's gotten to a point where it's incomprehensible. And it's incomprehensible to me if you know, if you know about that $24 trillion number, uh, despite that it's the best of the bunch, the dollar, why you would be uh, saving in it, why you would not be in Bitcoin. Now, some people, they need some – everybody needs a different type of explanation of Bitcoin, okay? You know, you can read the Safadine, Safadine book, okay? You can go to the Bitcoin rabbi who is now – he's on the East Coast, so he's having his Seder right now with his family because it's already passed over there. Um, I believe it is at least. And uh, we got another dude out there. His name is David Ledesma. He contacted me. His site is MBA Bullcoin. Okay, so he does a lot of traditional finance stuff. You might have uh, – I mean, he does tra traditional social media stuff, traditional outreach that way. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fancy sets of graphics stuff. But I give this dude credit, okay? He is he got into Bitcoin. He got away from his uh, roots, and he made something, and he's in motion, okay? Bitcoin explained in cartoons, okay? We got a cartoon, cartoon book now. It's all about Bitcoin. So is this like the Bitcoin rabbi's uh, book? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it in full yet. But hey, cartoons and Bitcoin. David Ledesma, you're in motion. I link to you below. And uh, thanks for reaching out, dude. And uh, good luck with your book. Maybe it'll explain. I haven't read the book yet. Uh, but uh, he, he uses some traditional methods in, in promoting the book, too. He, he had a hot woman holding the, uh, the book. You know, that's obviously different than the, the, the Bitcoin rabbi is a, you know, a modest man. He does not look at hot women, Ethan. But David Ledesma, he's down with the hot women showing the book, you know, reaching out to the 80 percenters. That's fine. Whatever you got to do with compete. Don't complain. That's what Ledesma is doing with his <laughs> um, his cartoon. Uh, Bitcoin's explaining cartoons. So good job. Maybe get, let's get just more and more people. Let's let's let them. Let them find out about it and understand that they shouldn't be uh, dealing with the uh, the $24 trillion dollar. Okay. <laughs> 550 new public lightning nodes added to the network over the last 30 days, says Matt O'Dell. Now, of course, over the last 30 days, people, a lot of people have been stuck in their house. So, hey, good. They've been productive. They've been getting into Lightning Network. They've been starting uh, Lightning Nodes. I haven't been stuck in my house, so I haven't started a Lightning Node. I've been running. I've been defiant. Uh, and, of course, tomorrow's show, which is taped, you will see me outside in all my glorious defiance. I think it's at 2.30 I got it scheduled for. What time do I have it scheduled for? Actually, I wrote this down somewhere. I, I don't know. Okay, yeah, 2.45 tomorrow is the next show. Okay, Baltimore time. I'm in LA though. 10 a.m. on Friday is this week in Bitcoin, Baltimore time. Just, uh, yeah, just runmeister.com. Check it out. And pound that like button right now 
on this backup channel of the Bitcoin Meister. Now, or wherever you may be watching this, we've, we're, we're, you might be bit shooting now. You might be uh, listening, sportsmeister.com. All right, ERC20 tokens. Oh, no, I almost vomited from saying that. But uh, Zach Vol, I think he, he almost got sent to the Inquisition for this one. I thought he was. He says, wrapped BTC, wrapped <laughs> Bitcoin, has more uh, Bitcoin value than public, public Lightning Network channels. Now, again, he, that people pointed out you're not taking into account the private Lightning uh, Network channels. Uh, okay, this is true. Uh, these ERC-20 people, I, I think I mentioned uh, Rat Bitcoin before. It's supposed to be a representation of Bitcoin on Ethereum through those lovely ERC-20 tokens. And there's a considerable amount of value on there right now is what the point of what Zach was saying. I say compete, don't complain. Uh, if you don't like Ethereum, people trying to represent Bitcoin on their chain, then ignore them. And hey, innovation. I, I respect the innovation. And I, there's some people that are throwing up money at it. Now, I, I, Lightning Network is, is quite small also. And so uh, to say that you've got more, more value than uh, the public uh, side of Lightning Network I mean, it, it's something. It's a, it's, a, it's a statistic. It's a statistic. All right. Compete. Don't go. I just, uh, Zach didn't get sent to, sent to the Inquisition for that. Zach isn't scared of the Inquisition. I He'll be back on the show soon. He will be back on the show. He's not scared of the, the Bitcoin Inquisition. Good. That's what all, everyone should be like that, baby. You can't, if you're truly in the Bitcoin overlay, you you can say whatever you want. And that's uh that's me, baby. All right. Jay, Jeff Dorman, who is more of a, yeah, he's not a Bitcoin. Well, he, he's into a lot of different things. But he, he's got some interesting points here that make me think about the calm before the storm. The three things I'm watching in crypto are cash on exchanges, and that's an all-time high. Sentiment, still near an all-time low. Okay. Leverage, two-year low as measured by skew.com. So, Okay. There's money ready on those exchanges to, to buy up the Bitcoin. Okay, it's ready. It's just sitting there. But people are scared all over the world. The sentiment is bad. The sentiment is bad. But you know the sentiment will change. We're one day closer to all of this uh, wackiness. There is a day after tomorrow. The wackiness will end. Uh, and then leverage. There's not as many freakazoid gamblers out there. So they're going to return. They're going to pump up the price. All right. The craziness will return. Set, there will be FOMO. They don't go crazy till the FOMO gets out there. So if sentiment is low right now, the cash is just sitting there. The crazy people aren't there yet. Why you as a sane person aren't they aren't there? Because the part the ingredients for the party, it's there, man. It it is there. And so it's only a matter of time till it all gets stirred up again when the leverage dudes come back, when the, when the sentiment, sentiment changes to positive, having hype, prepare yourself. So good, uh, good observations there by uh, Jeff Dorman. And he says these metrics are very supportive of prices. You're darn right they are. You're darn, you're darn right they are um, because just only the beginning, baby. Now, Bitcoin Magazine sent me a message. They will be hosting a 21-hour halving live stream leading up to Bitcoin's third halving. All right. Having hype, dudes. I link to that. Of course, we're like 33 days away from the halving, so 
Uh, they'll, they'll be doing it 21. There, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people doing live streams for those hours. I think people have asked about that. So Bitcoin Magazine, 20, maybe I'll, I'll appear on it. You never know who's going who's gonna to appear, where I'm going to appear leading up to the halving. I'm not going to have a 21-hour live stream. I'm telling you right now. Uh, but they're also, so leading up to it, they'll be 21 hours. And I think three hours afterwards, they'll be on. It's, it's linked to below, something like that. So BISC, everybody says, uh, you know, you don't like Coinbase, try BISC. Well, BISC had a hacking problem, okay? <laughs> they had an issue. Now, now let, let's get into this, okay? I link to their official statement below, all right? In plain words, this exploit was the result of a flaw in the way BISC trades are carried out, not in the way funds are stored i.e. there is no honeypot since BISC is P2P. Okay, here's more. Seven alleged victims had funds stolen. Three Bitcoin in total and 4,000 Monero stolen. Exploit patched in Bitcoin, in, in BISC version 1.30. Uh, proposal to repay the victims will be submitted to the BISC DAO. Okay, that's linked to below. Now, coin. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, is it, the hacker figured out a way to basically, I, I think, set up a fake trade and then cancel it so that the the money that was put up in escrow gets returned to him, or is something like that. Uh, it, it, I'm not explaining it right, uh, but so there is no honeypot, which is great. But a hacker found a way to exploit people that were trying to trade. So that wasn't good. They, they fixed it. I mean, there's, there's risk here. And it is, you know, everyone says it's decentralized. It's decentralized in the, in the, in the you know, there, there's not a bunch of, there's not a honeypot, okay? There's not a central honeypot there. But they, uh, they did shut things down and they changed things, they being the people behind BISC. And since there's a day, a day behind BISC, there you go. Uh, th 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 there's a certain level of centralization, but they did fix the situation, which is important. Okay. It's important. So we, we do talk about these decentralized exchanges. And so they're not perfect. They're not, they're clear this situation, but they're coming out and they're admitting what happened. They're being very open. Uh, now, going back to the decentralized aspect of it, I do want to say, read this quote from Coindesk. In most cases of an exchange hack, the attacker can be booted off the trading platform for good. Not so with BISC. One of the decentralized exchanges associated developers told Coindesk that although, although the flaw was fixed, there was nothing to prevent the attacker whose identity cannot be known from ascending, uh, from accessing and trading on the platform again. Anyone can use BISC. There is no censor censorship, the developer said. Just like anyone can use Bitcoin, there is no way to ban someone from Bitcoin. So that is very interesting. Uh, I think that's a positive aspect of BIS because I have said that's a positive aspect of Bitcoin before. No one can be banned from BISC apparently uh, because of the way they have it set up. And of course, uh, no one can be uh, banned from Bitcoin. But to straight up say, yeah, we had a hacker and he might still be hanging out. And using our platform to, to, to perhaps even sell his stolen funds, uh, that's uh, pretty amazing right there. So let me, oh, we have people asking questions. Hang on. So uh, Rocky Palumbo, 
U.S. unfunded liabilities are—I <laughs> don't want to say that number—are over 137 trillion. This is the real U.S. debt. Uh, what that's that's taking in, into care, you know, the future. Uh, what what the United States government says they're going to pay out to all the people that are going to be on Medicare and Medicaid, uh, all the health-related stuff. I mean, it is un—it's unfathomable. I mean, what's the difference between 137 trillion and 100 tr- a trillion at this point, uh, Rocky? I mean. That, that that's the point. It's just a huge, huge number. And uh, that's why you, you should be in something that's much smaller. 21 million. How about that? Pound that like button. And, but the real 21 million. Uh, we, we got some uh, t- t- today, one of the uh, pretenders, one of the crypto dividends or two of them. Did BSV have it today too? I don't even know if BSV had their halving, but there's 21 million of those guys too. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, Hey, when you, when you would do a, a, uh, unfriendly fork or a friendly fork you end up with 21 million most of the time you can do other things too anyway we won't get into that crypto dividend aspect hey come on more we need some new crypto dividends out there golden age come on dudes you're stuck in your houses you shouldn't be create some crypto dividends for us uh, bitcoin holders all right just learn bitcoin.com says the earlier children learn about bitcoin the better the bitcoin rabbi is doing a great job uh, oh you know what the Bitcoin rabbi is doing a great job. Yeah, his book is for children. Well, it's for children and adults. Now, Ledesma's book might more might so might be more for adults than children. I mean, he did have a hot woman holding it. I mean, that, that that's appealing. That's not appealing to children. I, I, I mean, depending. All right, moving on. Mo- 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 moving on. Oh, Rocky says BSV having it one day, dude. I, dude, they're having it on the Passover. Obviously, the okay. No. Uh, I, 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 that's why I didn't know, I guess. No, I didn't know because it's a freaking altcoin and I don't have any of them because I got rid of, a, I got rid of all my free uh, BSV, baby. All right. But uh, hey, remember that Bitcoin is the next B- Bitcoin BSV. They're having their having tomorrow. That altcoin's having is having tomorrow. Wow, that's news to me. Oh, they did pump today. So you, they can manipulate that pretty well. So I guess they'll, they'll pump it more. B- Bcash pumped a little bit today too for, for anyone wondering. But BSV can be manipulated uh, easier than, than Bcash can. Uh, now, let's let's go to uh, virus stuff now. Everyone wants a, a piece of the virus pie. I mean, it, it's, it's so serious that everyone that you've ever had an email with, every organization is now emailing you saying, oh, this is what we're doing with the virus. This is, what we're, this is how we're handling it. And Vortex on his Twitter feed informed me of a, uh, a combination of buzzwords. Of course, coronavirus is the buzzword of, of, of the scaredy cats these days, of the, of the panic prisoners, uh, and the people that just, uh, you know, every, again, everyone, if you've ever done business with someone, they're sending you an email. This is, or a- any government entity from like the smallest city, city partnership to the biggest state entity, they're just sending you stuff. Look what we're doing with, with the coronavirus. Well, here we go. Just in the Chicago DeFi Alliance, including TD, uh, including all these, I'm not going to mention who's in their alliance, is helping crypto startups weather the coronavirus storm. Oh my, combo of DeFi and coronavirus. What will they think of next? I don't even want to think of what they're going to think of next. It's so, it's becoming so ridiculous. The buzzwords, everyone's got to get, everyone's got to make, 
You feel warm and special. I care about coronavirus. I don't give it. No, I don't. I'm not making you. I think it's a freaking joke and people got to get back to work. Okay. Yeah, it exists. It darn exists. But the hype and now the buzzword and everyone's everyone's got to show that they care about it and everyone's got to take advantage of it for what they were doing beforehand. Let's move on. You know, show us your real talent. Compete. Compete. Don't don't complain about the uh, don't virtue signal about this this thing. Get back to work. Get back to work. Okay. Be productive again. This is it, it's just it's just wild, man. It's just I mean, how many emails? This is a good question. How many emails do you get a day from businesses and government entities just telling you what they're doing with the coronavirus? I mean, who? God. But yeah, manufactured hysteria still going on. They're hey, they they can they think they can make money off it. They think they can profit off of it. It's. Uh, that's what it's become. It's just another product, a product of fear. All right. So let's talk about, you know, these anti antifa. It stands for anti-fascist. Now they they've like uh they've done some crazy things before uh at rallies. All right. And but they say they're against fascism. So now in the Western world, we're getting we're getting fascist up the yin-yang here. The government uh, telling everybody to stay home, worship the government. The government knows best. Be a good citizen. Follow our directives. We will pick the businesses that are winners and losers. We will invest in every business. Be silent partners. And uh, we won't control the means of production. They'll, they'll still do that. But we, we, we will, uh, we will uh, pick and choose favorites. So we got fascism here. And so the great Francis Puglio, who has been a great Bitcoiner when it comes to this virus, he is not panicked. He had, he's not a panic dude. He's not a hysteria guy. He's got a strong hand. He says, where the F is Antifa when you need them? How is it possible there are no protests anywhere, no civil disobedience by so-called anti-fascists? Effing LARPers. <laughs> so we'll end it on that note, dudes. I uh, I, I hope uh, – I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, they've talked about being so hardcore. Where, where are they? Ne- There's real fascism here in the Western world right now. It's real. Why, why, why? Now, now they're silent. Okay. Very, very interesting. Hey, dudes, you don't need Antifa to be defiant. Keep on speaking the truth out there. Everybody enjoy their Passover. I will be off of social media uh, until Saturday night, but enjoy the uh, enjoy, enjoy the shows that are going to come out when I'm not there. I won't, Don't contact me on Twitter, please. <laughs> I don't want to come back to a bunch of messages. I'm not going to be on Twitter. That's it. You see my last tweet until Saturday night. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Uh, see you, see you soon, and uh, have a great Passover and uh, fight the power, dudes. All right, see ya.